Hello, everyone, and welcome to the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educator Collins. I'm here with your, my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. Shady Bunny, how you doing? I'm doing very well, Collins. How are you today? I'm awake. I'm alive. I'm relatively healthy. Well, I would say I'm probably above that relatively. <laughs> <laughs> you know? make it sound so weird like you know it's just a flesh wound you know not not too bad relatively healthy <laughs> yeah we're on our 39th episode you know it just feels kind of feels kind of a lot but uh it's been good it's been fine we always start with i believe our weekly overview so let's let's get on to that you know it's been it's been a quiet week for me in terms of like streaming and stuff but a hectic week in terms of like content but behind the scenes stuff like got the some stuff going on you have you have things going on too some practices and, and whatnot but we'll get over we'll get into that uh, later on but yeah how, how's your week been it's been good honestly just every time you know like we, we took a little bit of a, a leave again as you may have noticed last week we didn't have our, our podcast right? <laughs> so uh every every time i i take a small break and then i come back to the game i just expect to get dumpstered and i just gain like 500 mr every time i come back so i feel like i should take more breaks the secret is a good rest you know and just a good yeah maybe, right? you get to see things from a different perspective right the mm -hmm. other people have spent a week like locking in their game style but you get to see the real meta what the meta actually is then you get to lock learn a style from the real meta they're learning from the beginning of the patch they don't even know what the meta is and you're learning from the real stuff the real course so you're just winning <laughs> on that you gotta think about I, that i will say that i i have made some plays where i'm like yeah this is creative this is nice like i'm i'm overall not a very creative player like i'm usually not gonna dictate the meta but i can be creative within a system right so uh like i've, I've been doing a lot of stuff with like staying on tier one a bit longer um like specifically like play like patchwork and then stay a tier longer to like force the triples and then i have enough health and then i can like milk longer it's just like these weird things where you're like this is so weird but like makes my patchwork sense. <laughs> really makes sense well. in this you know box that i've created it's a very nice box with a lot of options yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very it's like ah this in this triple into a four drop box i can be creative within the box <laughs> so yeah now overall uh week's been good um today was also just great like i peaked at top five for a little bit that was that was really cool um that's yeah like the meta suits me but I, I think most of the time, the end of a meta suits me. Yeah. <laughs> like I always, I get going at the end. You know, when yeah, it's about it, to it's a shame they changed everything up last week with that huge patch. You know, oh, huge. You know, we're gonna yes. talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think uh, I wanted to start this podcast off just kind of reflecting about uh, this last year. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that happened this this year um, in the game, outside the game, and I just felt it would be reflect about it we kind of did that on the round table a bit and i thought that was cool I thought that was interesting just to kind of see okay. how many things uh actually changed within the game and uh just uh kind of reminisce about the like, quillboards wasn't um in the game at all right at the start of the year and it's really become a big part of some of the stuff you can yeah and, and that was my first i think tribe that i i was playing the game a lot when i dropped like i missed dragons i missed elementals so I think I missed pirates, so it was it was cool to 
to, to experience that, to be comfortable with the meta and then have the oh, time drop yeah, and then yeah. adapting to that. Yeah. It's definitely a different experience, right? It does it does almost feel like the game changes or switch. Oh, we were just playing picks for two weeks straight. Yeah, so. I, I know, but like <laughs> past that point when it like things settled down, right? You do get to yeah. see like, well, this uh, minion type really changes how I look at things or how I can do things with uh, different other types or game styles and stuff like that. So I, I do think that's pretty cool, uh, just seeing you fundamental shifts to the game. And speaking of that, I like Dark Moon Prizes as well. I, I think um, that was this year's uh, where they added that and then they re-added it as well. Seeing like yeah, you know, I can uh, adding I so. like a whole event that changes um how you look at the game and it, it was nice like i kind of enjoyed it like the obviously like the one issue was like there was no balance uh throughout it but generally mm-hmm. the idea of it was really nice and uh, i think it's cool to see more of that and, and that kind of execution just like with more balance yeah just just like a a side note on the prizes like that was just like Khadgar transition heaven with Brand's blessing, where you would see people do this so often, where they just have the Khadgar ready, have the token in the hand, and just go like, "Give me Brand's blessing," and then just pop off on that turn. So there were so many. Just you know, we we have nutty boards in this meta as well with early Nest Major and an early Doomsayer and such, but there were some you could clearly tell. Oh, this person just did a transition like that. You don't normally you never just have to look at their. How many you just don't have, have seven right? Caligos most yeah. of the time. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh, these transition parts or something else. Yeah. So yeah, the, the game the game calmed down a bit after that, where they nerfed the uh, Cadgar interaction and no more brands busting. I mean, there's still brand, right? Like you know, like you can still you can still do it. You can still do it. I did a little bit of a transition today. It's just it's it's sort of a weak imitation of yeah. what you used to do. Right, where it's not the same. So for for anyone who's like maybe a little new to the game or wasn't really deep into the game when when Cadgar interaction was different, the game used to remember how many tokens it was supposed to put on the board, and while you were tripling, the token would combine and just pop into your hand. So as long as you had enough board space for the one triple, it would just keep pumping out triples. So you just have brand, you just have like golden Cadgar with a brand, and it's like. Token, 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 token. It's just like you, you play 10 triples in that turn quite easily. Yeah, if it, you hit a few it was very common for one token generator to give you two triples, like by yeah. itself. And, like and two, that, just, yeah. That yeah. doesn't happen anymore, right? Where one token generator best gives you one triple. But it used Which to be. Still strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. It's still. Like, oh. Every alley cat and titan dry roll is only one six drop. That's uh, you know. <laughs> that, that's true. I, I, you're right. I, it's still yeah. really strong, but it used to be the case where you could spend your whole turn just like buying, rolling frallies and murlocs and buying that, playing that, and then popping off as quote unquote and getting like a full board of six drops like easily. So yeah. So it was actually the, it goes further than that. It was actually quite common to just like take gas coilers and play that and hold the Caligos in your hand. And the next turn you just sell all the gas coilers and you go again and you just look for more tokens and you just hold more Caligos in your hand. Then again you just play some Mama and Gas Coiler for tempo. And you just keep going until you have 
a bunch of Amalgadons and Caligos in your hand or, or Ragnaros, whichever yeah. one you wanted to yeah. do. Yeah, there was some it, yeah, crazy, crazy things that would happen. It gets obnoxious because you end up tripling the six drops, of course, right? So you're getting more six drops from the triples of a six drop. Maybe you're tripling <laughs> yeah. six drops, like you're already like, ah, I'm good, but you just get so much value from there, and it just it it's hard to compete it was, with. It was a good, it was a good nerf. It was, it was, yeah. it it. I think right now it's probably appropriate risk reward, where the reward is nutty still. But the risk is very high. And before, I feel like the risk wasn't very high. It's like you get two tokens for six drops. You know, the risk the risk wasn't really there. Sure, you still have to execute it. But it was extremely commonplace to see those transitions. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, um, like, minions, there was the minion rework as well, right? I do think that kind of yes. was a pretty big change for the game, just kind of seeing more strategies be implemented right the event stuff is still you know we're still in that one uh but <laughs> yeah. i i like the demon uh adjustments with azul and felva i thought that's really cool and i think that's probably their biggest patch so far right the one where they overhaul dominions and and in, in my somewhat limited time compared to yours in the game it's been uh probably the most enjoyable patch where it's been cool to see uh See those reworks. Is that the biggest patch? I think there's been like three really big patches. The dragon patch, the crowbar patch, and the minion. Yeah, I'm just thinking that you add the whole new type, but just changing all these minions and like, okay, we're going to remove this Tidehunter crap, you know, God, we're going to remove this. The dragon patch also changed minions too. Like that, All one, right. that one was I, I just I just feel like this this sorry, please finish your, no, finish I'm your done. go for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So for for me, I, I guess I just really enjoyed them tidying up, saying like what is this micro machine still doing here? What is this tide hunter still doing here? Nobody plays this card, nobody wants that card. Uh, there's still a few cards like that. I would say something like a scale bane feels like it's just you know, it's not with it's not with the times. You know, it's just like Scalebane is a card in regular Hearthstone, and therefore we have that card. And there's certain cards that exist in regular Hearthstone that you still play. You know, something like a Brand Bronzebeard, but it's like that that one is very um, just very good in the game. Like you want that. There's there's a couple of cards who were somewhat put. Like I think what was a one of those really unexciting cards. Um, Oh, this like say the Threshadon at the start of the game, which was this five seven. If it died, it summoned some Murlocs. That's oh yeah yeah. That, that was such a bland card. It was it, just like well, it, it, it might was be in the pretty ring. good this in this patch right with the because of Avenge right yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you're like taunted with a half master and then it's also like with the SI right the some of the Murlocs the Murloc could get played. yeah I feel like it's still like a crappy Void Lord though for the most part because well, you it's don't a, it's a Void Lord that can get poison. You know, with the S-hyphen, you have a golden S-hyphen, two of them get poisoned. Like, that's really pretty yeah. broken, right? And you just like... Yes, you can, you can set that up. You can abuse it. it. Yeah, still, I'm just thinking it's still about quite, it. It's not something you would see very often, I think. But, but it's more it. like a, Yeah, yeah, it's more like a cool thing. I'd do it, you know? Like, that would be my, like, t secret tech, you know, that kind of thing. So you'd have, to, you'd have to taunt it, probably, and move it a bit back so the tokens wouldn't actually attack before three things die. Well, right? you taunt yeah. like multiple things, maybe. Like you'd have like three taunts or something. Have that like. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying you, you would need to find the balance between the minion dying and right. then the Murloc spawn. Right. And then you would still need three other things to die. 
So I'm saying you would want to say well, the threshold. You don't want necessarily need liver. three other things to die, right? Because Sorry, the, SI me, fin right? Will, the SI will absorb, like, it, it can save that, right? So you could have one thing die, like have one thing left on the SI to die, and then it pops, and then you immediately, then get, the, yeah, you immediately get the pops. So it's not, it's sure. not as hard as you think. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Do that, so, yeah. I mean, we're just spitballing. Right. Like, we will <laughs> move on from this extremely hypothetical we conversation. We're, we're in Man. here like 2019. Be on, be on the lookout. <laughs> say to Treshadon, make it his comeback with SI7. Baroque interaction. There we go. Uh, I mean, but I mean, it, it is cool to, oh. to see some of the changes. Apparently, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit loud compared to you. So let's get us some feedback from chat. Imagine listening to chat. All right, I'll uh, I'll change things up. Hopefully, this is better. Shady yeah. too loud. I've never heard that before. Uh, anyways, speaking of that, right? There was also like Diablo events and whatnot, and uh, yeah, that one's that, yeah, yeah, that one's pretty recent. Me. Yeah, <laughs> Diablo. Who? Yeah, no, not uh, not familiar with that. But I mean, it, it it's kind of cool to see him trying things, right? Like I wouldn't say this one was like a super big success or anything, right? The first part of it, like no one's playing it, right? And the second part of it, everyone's playing it, but it was too powerful. It didn't really feel like fun for everyone involved, right? Like you know, maybe the Diablo players having fun, but everyone else is like, ah, that, that, I, I mean, I killed five people at once, right? <laughs> That's pretty fun, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, imagine dying there, right? And then it felt weird, so I, that one's a little bit weird, but it is interesting to think about it and see how they improve on next time. Another thing that was introduced this year, I believe, is like cosmetics, like really big cosmetics, right? We had the bundles coming in where you can change your hero skins, and then they also added the um, the background, the the player boards changing as well, right? Like there's only one, right? So there's not like a lot of variety. You can't really express yourself with the with the player boards, but it is a start. It's like kind of a late start, right? It's been it's been we've been asking it for a while, but it's good to see them actually like starting to do that kind of thing and hopefully we'll see more interesting cosmetics and more unique cosmetics in the future. So I have to talk about that as well. Now there are more things. I mean, there's there's a lot that happened this year. I also be remiss to talk about tournament stuff, right? Like we've had the Twitch Rivals tournaments where we've done pretty well. Just general, um, like I, I remember at the Battlegrounds brawl uh, way back when, near when uh, I think uh, Quibbles were just being introduced. There was a brawl for that. I participated in that one. Um, but decent amount of casting, I, I would say for me. We've casted, I believe, the Nicolina Mooncorn tournaments as well. Like that's that's usually fun. I, I like casting. I mean, I have I have some coming up. It's <laughs> spoilers, but yeah, I do enjoy that whenever I I get the time, and the opportunity, and then also the big invitational uh, that I participated in. That was pretty uh, important. I would say and pretty cool to participate and do well in. So uh, pretty cool to see all the tournaments. Hopefully, there'll be more. Right, lobby legends. Right, we have that guaranteed for. 2022 we'll see if we can participate in that some capacity and then you know see what other tournaments they have in store for us what do you think about any of the tournaments anyone's jump out to you the uh the rivals tournaments were the rivals just tournaments. extremely fun I'm, I'm still really grateful that the inv invite structure was fairly 
loose where it wasn't super rigid. They're like, oh, we want these players and these players only. It was just like, RDU, go grab three others. It was just like, yes, okay. Because <laughs> I, I feel in that environment, if you um, if you apply yourself and you have good results, like people are going to want to play with you, right? Because it's obviously they want they want to win. So, it was, and I think we had a team of very competent players and good communication, no ego shit. So it was uh, super fun to play. But in little ego, a little ego. <laughs> like, yeah, like, what? I'm I'm not first. Seed. What the hell do you think you are? <laughs> no, no, I was like, you can be first seed. I don't want it. <laughs> let me let me yeah. stomp on the 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 lower seat here. You know? Yeah, everyone's like, ah, put me in the lobby four, please. <laughs> I will say, the first time around or the second time around, that first lobby felt very different. So yeah, it was, uh, even though everyone was really strong, like man, that lobby one was just uh, the lions. Then it was very uh, super competitive. That's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, I... yeah, that was just like games would just go so fast. You're like, oh, it's over already. Okay. Just want to kill you. Um, yeah, everyone's killing each other. Yeah. And our thing, I think, really important to talk about the podcast. We started it last year, you know, imagine. Right. That's pretty, pretty important. I, I think um, and it's pretty cool, I think, for me to have a outlet each week to talk about like the different changes in the meta and, and, and our thoughts on it, because I really didn't really feel like that was something like that at least that i i was looking at or could see where it's like oh this is the change this is my thoughts this is you know these players um opinions about these changes you know before they happen or right as they happen a lot of the time so it was pretty cool to have like that you know rapid fire uh opinion takes on, on all the changes in the game that's i always like that because we i mean i would do patch reviews like on, on my channel generally at every patch right but it's like a it's like a 10 minute thing. I'm just like spitballing like, oh yeah, here's here's my yeah. blind thoughts on stuff. But being able to think about it and, and sit down, talk with someone else, be like, oh, what do you think about this shit? Oh, I never thought about that. Like so, so often with you, I'm going, I'm like, wow, I didn't think about that. And that makes a ton of, that makes a ton of sense and really changes my opinions on things. So it, it was nice to have that there and I uh, really enjoyed this. Yeah, that, that goes both ways, of course. It's just when you get to that's how you think essentially right you 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 have a thought and then you bounce that back and see oh what does this person think about it so that, that just two people together it just helps you think and there's been some 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 stuff that we've been right about and then some stuff that we both missed right? what, what, yeah. the, what what do you we never miss things you we don't have any things. examples of that second no. situation <laughs> We, we we deleted those episodes it's fine you're right that's <laughs> Oh, it's also really cool when I'm, we're doing the I'm doing the round table and you, you're like not there and it's like Shady would say this right here. Let me, let me, Shady would be would be talking about this right now. Let me. I need to be able to stay up longer for those and, and do them with you because uh, I feel like you are indeed I'm I'm there in spirit, so, uh, which I appreciate. Ah uh, yes, and uh, you know maybe the most important thing you know child children coming into our lives. Not mine. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> in a way, you know, I would say I, it's shady coming in, you know, tech. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty big change, I would say, um, throughout the years, right? Anytime you, you have a child and, and having to deal with that and, and 
know, COVID as well. I mean, haven't mentioned that, but there, there's lots of like outside factors besides the game, like adjusting things, making our perceptions and change like that. So it is interesting just to see looking back a year and thinking, oh, wow, you know, my thought process is different than a year ago or so because of this, 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 and this. So that's, that's also pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, your your uh, definition of a good night's sleep definitely gets adjusted. You're like, ah, nice. Six solid hours. Huge. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bit scary. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, children are great. Calls it almost. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, less, less sleeping for definitely a while. Uh, I mean, six hours. It's not. Yeah, the sleep's very important for your life. You were just cutting out, you know, a couple two or two three hours just casually every night. That's gonna that's gonna affect you. Your your body adjusts somehow. All right, yeah, it's it's been quite a ride. So uh, I'm indeed very happy that we started because the the story of how the podcast started is is literally just like, hey, you want to do something? And then like before one person can ask, I want to do a podcast. Hey, me too. It's just both having the same idea about like you have these, you know, there, there sync, the, yeah, that kind of thing. yeah, it was basically this void where it's like, okay, you know, like I don't, I don't see this, and it'd be cool, right, to have high level players giving their opinion on uh, on patches and just in general talking and uh, exploring concepts about the game. And you need the right, you know co-caster or whatever. You need the right so you know support someone who will be like, hey. We're doing this today. And then you're like, no, I don't want to. And you're like, I don't care what you want. We're doing this. Get your butt out. Flink the topics, call it. I don't <laughs> he doesn't do that. <laughs> but I, I like to imagine that he does, you know, just like, oh, yeah. But I, I'm like, the I one. Like, like, I have a very friendly message. And then uh, I step away from the computer. It's like, I can't believe we're not starting yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I mean, it, it's nice. It's been always a pleasure to hang out with shady and just talk about whatever we want so it's pretty cool anyways we've been we've been on this for quite a while a lot longer than i thought you know <laughs> That's how it goes. That's all right so we'll always start off uh it's tournament season it's the beginning of the year there are always tournaments at the beginning of the year that is not really true. I have no idea. That's just a statement I'm making up right now. But let's pretend like that's true. Like, <laughs> Every month is tournament season. <laughs> I hope so. I, I, do, I do see that. There, There is more interest. I think that we are getting to the point where Battlegrounds gets more recognition as a format where it's just, okay, a lot of people play this, you know, and a lot of people like watching competitions. So do something with that. Yeah, yeah, it's right. It's right there for your fingertips. All you advertisers, it's right there, guys. I'm just gonna say, you know. But yeah, we got um, we got one starting tomorrow, actually. Yeah, it's it's from January 7th to the 9th, 10 a.m. EST. Uh, Kelv VPN Streamer Cup. You know, that's the technical name, but I just put Hearthstone backgrounds because it looks cooler. Yeah, <laughs> we got a lot of great players. I did not get to play, but I am casting, so I'm casting with some great people: Aveline, Nina's Noob, and Pocky plays. And then we're we're gonna be the English broadcast, and then there's also gonna be a Russian broadcast with Signed and uh, Red Panda sleeps. So that's gonna be cool if you if you like to participate. A lot of great people: Celerity, Salissa, Shady Bunny's plan. You know, I don't have any bias on who I want to win. By the way. But. <laughs> 
You know, there's a lot of great players. RDU, Jackie Chan, Silver Name. Uh, you know, a lot of great uh, folks there. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited to see and criticize. Do I not? I don't know. Do I really criticize? I don't criticize Lahari when I criticize. You're just going to criticize my plays. I will definitely. I will. I will. I will admit. I will have a much higher criticizing <laughs> you know threshold for Shady than with anyone else in this competition. Anytime I see Shady, I'm like, ah, I don't know about this. I'm going to make sure that you guys understand why I disagree with this one. Uh, other than that, you know, it's going to be lots of fun there. <laughs> so definitely tune in for that if you like Battlegrounds content. But I'm assuming if you're here, like you definitely like it and you want to you want to make sure you check it out. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Any, uh, I always ask you this, any, any competition you're looking out for it, and you always give me the safe answer. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> give me some names. Who are you, who are you going to... I'm afraid of that main caster, man. He's vicious. <laughs> He's going after Yeah. I mean, the, the lineup is stacked again, right? That, that's, that's the cool. So the, the, the thing I do really enjoy, the format, is that uh, we're going to be playing a lot of games. So the... Oh. Um, and and the, 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 the groups are being shuffled the whole time. So the... Um, it's two it's two days of group stage and then like the top eight players advance right. to the final day and and that i think is super cool because we are still playing battlegrounds and there's obviously variants are you getting good heroes are you getting good starting shops etc and and the more sample size you have the more volume the more chance that the people that are playing better than those days are going to advance so that that's i think that's the first time where i see this like high volume which i you know, I, I do really enjoy. That's uh, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I, I do agree. Like, I do think it's going to be like a fairer competition compared to like some of the one day tournaments where you're just like, let's do everything one day at five games, decides everything, yeah. right? Like five rounds and yeah, if, you, know, like, you got bad hero three times, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, you're getting 16 minimum, right? 16 games minimum. That's that's a lot. I, yeah, yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to check again that there's uh, I, I believe it's eight games a day. Like I, I should know. We're this, we're, you know. we're playing we're playing two days, right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. yeah, if you're gonna be playing two days, <laughs> that's gonna be a lot of games. Yeah, it's, so uh, maybe not as many games as we get in the latter day where we're just spamming, but it's yeah. uh, still good. And and it's it's good anyway because you don't want too many games on one day because then you're just getting those like oh my brain's not working at the end kind of games and you know. I, I, I would say eight games of like high level, like for me that my brain wouldn't be working at the end. Like I, I feel but like we're getting, we're getting some breaks, right? Cause the, okay. the games, aren't, the games aren't simultaneous. So you have one lobby, then the other lobby, one lobby, then the other lobby. So you do get like uh, uh, 20 minutes minimum to like flush everything out. And... Oh, so maybe you're getting eight games and it's not 16 and you're getting like half of that. If you're not playing every game, yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to see the the details. Either way, it's it's still uh, a good enough volume. Okay. Yeah. Because um, you got two days. <laughs> yeah, I should know the format. I don't even know the format. <laughs> uh, that's crazy, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be an interesting tournament. But wait, there's more. We also have another tournament coming in next week, I believe, from January 12th to the 16th. We've got Solicious. Battlegrounds Invitation. No, sponsored by HS Replant Alienware. 
Yeah, I, I don't know why I added that. But <laughs> it's on the it's on the slide. I had to say that, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. Why not? Hey, uh, like more recognition to the people that help make these tournaments happen for sure. Yeah, so it it's pretty cool. So this is the type of person to be like, I want to do a battlegrounds invitational. And then just goes on Twitter. It's like, who wants to sponsor this? And then everyone's like, yeah, I got it. I was like, yeah, I'm like, damn, <laughs> that's, that's impressive. So yeah, she's sending this up. It's going to be pretty cool. I, this turn is also super stacked, which I find, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm casting in this one as well. So I like, fortunately, you know, I don't. Why are you not playing, Carl's? Okay. The reason I'm not playing is because. I have a lot of, like, I have a, you know, I'm casting in the other tournament, right? And, and I haven't been playing that much, in my opinion, right? Like, uh, you know, we've been, we've been doing other things this week. So I, I feel like yeah. I haven't practiced enough. And, and, I, and I don't like playing in tournaments. I feel I can lose. Like, that's just a personal thing. I know it's a weird <laughs> statement to say, but sure. that's just my mentality, right? Like, I'm not going to play in a tournament to, to lose, you know? Maybe just get like second. This, uh... You know? Undefeated fighter is like, yeah, I don't want to take that fight, man. It's yeah, and I'm yeah. already casting, and I like casting, and it, it was like a, it's an easy opportunity. I told Salissa if they're missing a person, I will play, but if they're not, then I'll just cast. You know that that's my look. But I didn't really want to play knowing that I'm not in the right mentality to win because I I do think mental's really important in these type of tournaments and I just didn't really feel like my mental was there to like dominate and beat everyone in the competition it's, I'm just it's like, kind of a missed opportunity for us to just have like the rocky theme on repeat for like a week straight as we do co-ops like yeah 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 like, yeah. like I would I would be yeah I would be playing and doing co-ops if I was like preparing to you know compete in these tournaments right but I'm not right so that's probably why I've, you know I've been like just chilling working on right. casting, getting information and, and stuff like that. But yeah, so uh, that, that's why I'm not playing. That's, that's the, <laughs> the, next, the next one you're in though, right? The next I mean, Lobby Legend, if, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be working on that one for sure. sure. So uh, I'll right. definitely be around for tournaments this year. That's just the reason you asked and I gave you the actual reason. I, I think it's a very fair reason. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we got another tournament. So this is Battlegrounds Traditional. It should be fine. So if you like high level bg content you're in for a treat this month a lot of good stuff and this is just you know these next two weeks who knows what's gonna go on in the the weeks after this one you know i have no clue but maybe there's gonna be more tournaments and also like um once they fully address what the lobby uh, leader system is gonna look like whether it's like you know top percentage on leaderboard or different other criteria, right? Then you also see other other people like jumping out of the word or to stream and grind and whatever. So that, that should be fun either way. So All right. Yeah, definitely hope for the uh, more uh, qualifying or qualifier type approach where you have uh, 16 or 32 people or, or even more. Yeah. Like qualifier, that, that'd be great. Yeah, I really think it'd be it'd be weird and a missed opportunity if it's just like top top four. You know, that's it. Top like, four. I was really there today. But... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I believe in you, Shay. I'm just saying, like, it's like that's that's so rough. You know, where it's like yeah. if, instead of like top sixteen, you know, top tw- thirty two, yeah. then then you play in a qualifying bracket, then you go, and then then that one feels a little bit better. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. 
Bingo. Yeah, if you have top 32, you have the entire front page and more. So yeah, it, yeah, you'll de you'll definitely like the the issue with like top four is like you're gonna cut a lot of people from even trying, and I think that's a shame, yeah. right? Where people are like, ah, oh, that's too it's too rigid, you know. Where if it's like top thirty two, it's like okay, like that's very doable. I, well, yeah, I mean, wow, that's, that's cool. very, <laughs> we're that's we're very biased. high level. We're we're, right? we're biased, but like you know, that's yeah, very that's, <laughs> dude, that's more than the front page. What the hell, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Like, I, I, I hear it as I was talking mind. about it. You do have to keep in mind, like those spots are going to get a lot tougher, right? When people but actually give not, a shit. Not really, it. not really. I've, I'm, sure, not, I'm not worried per se. So. Yeah, once they start introducing cash prizes, people people care. So yeah, I mean, I do that's... expect uh, some more competition through the front page. I don't, but uh, you know, you do your city, anyways. Moving on, I believe we've got an analysis section. We haven't really done this in a while. I feel like there's always been some random thing taking place of like talking about a hero or talking about a minion. We haven't really like it's been like a couple of podcasts, but we're bringing back it back. Yeah, back to our roots, boys. The hero I wanted to talk about today was Mally Ghost, and there's a specific reason why. And I thought it was pretty interesting. Mally Ghost is technically the best hero right now and i was looking at the stat and i was like huh you look at hr's replay better than daryl daryl i would say statistically just the safest hero like very very hard to be last if you're playing it like trying not to be last <laughs> i guess if you like just use your hero power it's hard to be last you know and, yeah. and you would say oh this is this is one of the safest heroes one of the best but malagos has said hey i do it better I'm relatively safe and I power spike way harder than you could ever do, Daryl. Get out, get out of that spot. That's my seat now. I'm the king, you know, or, or, or so, so. I thought that was pretty interesting. And uh, it makes sense looking at the meta, uh, why Maligos is the strongest. And, and I, I think if you're not like fully flushed in the meta, this is like a weird thing to look at and be like, Maligos is the strongest? That's weird. What about Hooktus? What about Jandis? What about you know, any of the other, you know, Daryl, Yasera, all that other stuff, like, but no, it's Maligos, and it, it, it makes sense, because it's like, I, th I think the, the key thing to look at is, like, sixes aren't the strongest, you know, like, I, I, I guess that's just a weird statement to say, but sixes aren't the best minions right now, it's the four drops, it's the Nest Matron, it's the Light Spawn, it's some, it's sometimes the, uh, the two six, what's it called, it, Doomsayer. Doomsayer, yeah, the Doomsayer. Yeah. Uh, getting that early is a, such a huge advantage, just a, an absolutely astronomical advantage. If you hit those three, like with the right setup, compared to anything else, like you could, you can play that and then go six. You can play that and six. You can play that stay four, get more, win the game. Like there's so much to do if you hit it. And this hero, with the right setup, with the right um, minion types, tokens in elementals and demons and that kind of stuff you can really perfect the setup perfect the avenge proc and you also get the chance to reroll even if you miss you also like there's a lot of value in having the ability to reroll uh ones and reroll fours and i think that's really why it's so effective in this particular meta why it's it's uh jumped up and became number one because you get that safety net that safety if you start with a token you get you don't take damage pretty much right if you start with a token you get two two one drops you get acolyte you're like i'm i'm not taking damage and then you 
you stay warrior curve and then you shoot for a four, maybe you shoot for two fours. And if you miss, you just reroll over and over until you get the avenge minion of your choosing that you like. Well, not of your choosing, but the avenge minion that suffice. Like you hit one of the three essentially, like and you're you're generally happy and you you keep that, right? And if you don't, then you keep rolling. So um there's a lot of safety in that, there's a lot of power in that, and you get it early, just really, really strong. So definitely understand why it's technically number one in the win rates but it, it is kind of weird if you don't understand the meta or don't understand why um what you do with the hero to make it so strong what's your thoughts for you i i think that uh i mean obviously it's it's a good um indication the win rates but like daryl on two for instance for me is just for me is daryl is basically unplayable that's that's yeah, i'm gonna i'm i okay so when, okay. in the round table dude everyone's just like hating on daryl and i'm just like daryl's still like you gotta give daryl respect for being safe you gotta give daryl like you even if you him. don't yeah but you lose mmr for third kind of right but it's that's just... that's literally you guys that's that's not everyone I'm, else no, but <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about my experience right? but I, I can't i can't be here and be like ah yes if you're literally top 10 daryl don't play but if you're everything else play like come on dude. yeah that's true. That's i can't true. be I, here I, and, okay. and not say so that let's let's put it like this if you gain mmr for coming in fourth play daryl <laughs> that's I 90 that's plus percent of the player base no so. that's 99 plus percent i'm being i'm being lenient you know that's 95 <laughs> you know something so percent I, I of the player base. i think you're right and you know like if we are talking about this because someone might be listening to me like oh, shady said daryl's not that great like yeah i mean normally speaking daryl is a plus mmr machine because getting a top four is somewhat easy if you are you know if you're spiking at the right times, you're buying the right units, you're you're dancing properly, you're managing your money, then yes. Uh, but once you start losing MMR for fourth, it's fair, it's not as appealing anymore. And you really need to go for these heroes like a, a Lord Barra, for instance, for me is infinitely much better than a Finley, uh, sorry, a Daryl, because with, with Barra, if you just have that flexibility and you can do tier one or you can level and you can go for fours or you can go for sixes and there's that. So, you know, I, I preface that to see where I'm not sure if Mali would be my number one right now. Probably not. I I, 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 I agree. Like, there's a lot of bias. Like after you play the game, I'm like, oh, I'm very comfortable with this hero. And being comfortable here is like so, I think, strong, I guess. Just knowing what to do in weird situations. Uh, for me, Mali is up there. I think yeah, I yeah. Took a Mali. yeah, for sure. I think I took a Mali today over a Gallywix with two tokens in or, or two of the tribes in. But like that, just because it was like, no, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Mali because my comfort level is just so. Maybe it wasn't Galley. It was, it was another like really, really top tier hero. I'm just okay. like, I'm gonna take Mali because uh, I love the flexibility. I could see and, it. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you uh, it's it's what you talked about. It's, um, I think I had this. Yeah, it was a Galleywix actually, and 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 I think the shop beautifully illustrated why Mali is more consistent is my shop was trash, but then I zapped one and it turned into a cat. To a token, a right, cat. Yeah, yeah. And then I hear a power to cat. And then next turn, I can hear a power to the other yeah, body. Sure, yeah. And suddenly, your train is rolling. Whereas yeah. if you're a galley, you buy the crap minion and you're already feeling <laughs> off. You know, it's one of those uh, <sighs> chroma wing, well, yeah. pub bot or something. Okay. And then you're like, 
sure, I can take a pup bot or whatever, but I really don't want that. I want things that I can buy and sell and triple and avenge and proc and all that. And when you're playing Malagos, I would say probably the dream lobby for Mali is you've got your two tokens where you have your Alley Cat and your Tidenter, and then you have demons and Demon elementals, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because that all that not only means that you'll have access to Alley Cat, Tidehunter, and Selemental to get on tier one. It also means that there is Light Spawn, there is Doomsayer, and there is Nest Matron. So and Icky Imp and Icky, you got it. You yeah, got throw Icky. Icky yeah, you got throw that yeah, in yeah. too. That's great, and you know you can do stuff like Wrath Weaver into Icky Imps, or you can just have Acolytes and Imps, or you can the the ideal way that your early game progresses is you don't triple your acolyte or your icky imp but you find a triple titan or something like that something very flexible something uh, that you don't mind buying and selling because essentially every titan you buy you you only buy for one gold because you can sell the two the two bodies afterwards and then you recover two out of your three gold so if you're say you know like one of the worst triples you could do is like a chromo wing you triple a chromo wing Oh, you know, it doesn't help you with Avenge. It costs you two gold instead of one gold per body. So you want to you want to triple something like oh, a Selemental or a yeah, no, it's just you want to triple something like a Selemental or a Tidenter, and then you want to have your two acolytes or two Ickies or two acolytes and two Ickies. That can happen with Mali quite easily if you just roll tokens and you just keep the good minions. You're hating and, hating yeah. on Crowbowick too hard. You know it, it it's not good if you're going Avenge, but it has other uses. You know, you can like Yeah, but we are your... talking about Avenge and we are talking about Malagos. <sighs> fine, fine, fine. And if you are playing Malagos in a uh, good Avenge lobby, you are not going to want to settle on the Crowbowick. No. That's a good way to 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 lose the game, right? Or to or to at least not win the game. So, but yeah, there are, there are some moments where you can do stuff but it's more like Chromo Wing comes out when the Avenge is out. And you're like, sure. okay, well, I'm not going to get a Light Spawn or a Doomsayer. Maybe I can like Jeef Curve with these Chromo Wings. And then I can, like, I had, I had this actually really cool game on George where I had a Divine Shield on Chromo Wing. And then I got Whelp Smuggler. And then I got Gem Splitter. And then I got Ground Shaker. And then you're Ground Shakering. And then the Whelp Smuggler grabs the Dragons. And that's all cool, but you can't do that when Elementals are in because. In the while you're getting together your cute comp, some 40 40 quadra wind fury divine shield elemental just destroys your entire board. You're just like, okay, they're we're playing a different game here, so yeah, yeah there's, <laughs> there's there's different uh, power levels. So there are some cool games as well. When you, I, I think, one of the most fun lobbies right now is when beasts are out when you don't have to worry about reborn max land the late game. I've had some really cool games. And elementals are out or what? Like Yeah, I mean so So for, like for just me, beasts, you're like elementals are in nah, that's, that's not really so different. I, I don't mind that as you know being selfish as a player because I feel like I, I can do elementals quite well and I can on top of the light spawn stuff, I can also do tier six Ragnaros. I feel like Ragnaros is wildly underused. Um, I think it's among top players as well. Uh, I've, I have so many games where, you know, we do that all the time. You go to six and you buy some rags and suddenly you have a brand and you're popping off. But that particular strategy, I think, loses so much when you introduce Reborn Maxna. Because with Reborn Maxna, your big brand eh, doesn't matter. Your big rag doesn't matter. And and if you're going to play with Ragnaros in tier six, you're going to have the brand. You're going to have the rag. And those are already really vulnerable to poison. Like you pretty much need to have either amalgadons or your other 
your own max nas or, or your so do, scam or do you need murlocs out too you're saying murlocs be south no no murlocs are totally fine because you can then uh, on tier six do some really cool stuff with your own brand and primal fin and, and make the amalgadons on top of it it just means that stats matter because i i find that but murlocs in do stats matter though it's okay if your opponent has poison it's not okay if your opponent has poison reborn because then you you know if my 100 100 ties with your two six that's acceptable assuming that i'm winning and i'm strong and i do have uh. one amalgadon or two amalgadons or this or that or i have a cleave right and i can make up for something but once you start having two reborn maxness and your two reborn maxness kill my 100 100 rag my 200 health amalgadon that lost the mind shield my 80 80 brand like that's that's not okay anymore so then you lose a lot of the incentive to go for stats so that's what i mean with once beasts are out you can i i just had the reason maybe it was just a coincidence but i just kept looking at my opponent's boards and i was like stats matter that's so cool i can keep buffing or a lot of my games where beasts are in i just look at the boards and be like okay stats don't matter anymore i gotta stop buying elementals i gotta sell my rag i gotta so boring find, yeah right i gotta find nadina to buff my amount to shield my amalgadons and like the, the game is just very different so um, I don't want to turn this into a max not rant. I was just saying like it was really cool when beasts are out because LA it's kind of a stupid statement to say, but it's like stats matter. I can keep buffing. Like it, it actually matters. I can I can make my minions larger and I have a better chance of winning. <laughs> like it does something. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's that's the that was a fun part. Yeah, just make your stats large even if beasts are in shady. Like stop playing around. Yeah, it, I've, like, I've lost so many. I've lost so many top, <laughs> top three fights. I've lost so many top two fights. Yeah, yeah. You've I, learned. I okay, that. I hear you. That's what it's. Yeah, like. man. It's just. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, okay, real stuff. I honestly am like, while while we keep talking, I'll send you a screenshot of a board I had today that top one, and you're gonna just be disgusted. Um, yeah, I, but, I, yeah, I just even hearing that I'm already. You can disgusted. you can you can visualize what the board's gonna look like. But anyways, to to round it out about Melly, I think the um the 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 points to take away is. Beasts, Murlocs is great, right? Because you can transform your tokens. Elementals, Demons, I think is probably even more important than the tokens because as long as you have Celemental, Malagos is pretty good at forcing to get like one Celemental or at least a, a Swabby or something you can do on your five gold turn. Because the, um, the, the five gold turn is the tricky one when you're playing tier one curve because that's where you would like to have a token to sell and, and double buy. So uh, Mali just makes it far more likely that even in a lobby where there's not too many tokens that you still get to do that. Because uh, it's it's really awkward to sell a non-token or to just roll two times. Like you don't, like you almost just want to go Jeef curve if, if you have to do that. And then as you mentioned, like once you get the four drop, you just re-roll that one. Like one of the, one of the coolest things to do as a Mali is to, let's say you triple your tight enter you pull a um, mug. Primal Fin. Oh, Primal Fin. Uh, oh, yeah, Mug is also fine. But you pull a Primal Fin. The Primal Fin gives you a Swole Fin. So you get this Swole Fin with three other Murlocs on the board. Then you hear a power the Primal Fin. The Primal Fin turns into a Nest Major, and you're like, hey, let's go. And then that's, yeah, that's so much tempo and value at the same time. It's uh, so unfair, but, great. you know, whatever. Too much, yeah, un and then too that's, much that's unfair in this game, anyway. Playing about Malagos, hero powering to get a four, like whatever. 
That's for sure. Like, overall, Melee Ghost is really strong, really good. In this particular meta, like, I'm surprised how much uh, the buff really, like, impacted this hero, right? Like, I, like, I, I remember at, at the beginning of this change, I was like, this is just, you're just making a bad hero power do it twice. That's what I was just... <laughs> That's what I was saying, you know, and I've been very wrong about that one, uh, I would say. Maybe well, the most wrong. I would say in your defense. It the, wasn't this Avenge meta. Yeah, yeah. well, the, the reason, like, you, when tier one becomes this relevant, like, being able to re-roll, because once the Malagos change came in, people were, like, experimenting with this, but it definitely wasn't there yet and and now that it's so fleshed out it's like wow malagos is actually amazing for this playstyle. so yeah it's uh you, you do just that's true you do just times two the efficiency though right so it is uh but yeah i i do feel you i, I think the first because malagos was such a meme hero before yeah, it's like yeah, yeah 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 maybe but now now that tier one there's such an emphasis on tier one it's uh it's no surprise it's doing so well. I wouldn't say I was correctly wrong. I would say the meta has shifted. You know, there wasn't this tier four avenge stuff ra <laughs> rampaging throughout all the all the metas, but you know, before this change really solidified the strength. So I wouldn't say I was necessarily wrong with my call. I just didn't see the future, you know, the future of tier four. That's all, you know, that's just no uh, shame on me for getting that rug. I don't think so. I think I just was not informed, you know. Maybe as a director I could have had a better opinion. But yeah, you know, I put, the, uh, I put the screenshot in Discord, by the way. It's it's such a well. If I if I, I change Discord, I change your uh, camera. You I'll know. put it in the chat. Yeah, you know it's it like my my opponent just had like a huge huge elementals and like three big whirlies, and it just doesn't matter when when reborn Max dies. And it's that's disgusting. Feels bad, man. Because like, because yeah. think about it, right? I had selfless going on reborn Max now. That means it kills three large large elementals. That's I mean, just think about it. It's so nasty. Each max that kills three of the opponents. And I had a Cadgar, so my 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 access were reborn <laughs> twice. You know, like I, I can yeah, hear it. Wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I was running I was running Baron and Ghoul, so I'd kill my own child. But yeah. Anyways, it just yeah. Me me just saying that the game right now, at least at high MMR. It's far more enjoyable when beasts are out, so you don't have to worry about it. I don't mind beasts too much. You know, it gives me something to do if I miss. Just go mama bear or something. Yes. I think it would be fair to say if Max now would, you know, either be reworked or, or removed, where then uh, I wouldn't mind beasts at all. But right now, it's probably my least favorite tribe to be in the game. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Moving on, we also want to talk about Wrath Weaver. Now, I have no idea why we're talking about this. Shay wanted to talk about this minions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, I, I think if we're talking about Malagos, it ties in nicely where I, I think Wrathweaver, for the most part, is also underutilized, where I, I sure. just don't see I don't see Wrathweaver as often on my opponent's boards as on my board. And just well, when when we look at Wrathweaver, we can look at um, what what demons there are on tier one. We have Ikium, which is just absolutely phenomenal, and then we have Trickster, which is a bit underwhelming early, but has some utility later on. And especially, let's say you're playing something like a um, Mutinous. Oh man, you really love picking up Wrathweaver and uh, Trickster, and then just later on you can transfer the Wrathweaver to the Trickster, and there's all kinds of cool stuff with that. And same thing with Vol'jin, uh, but even if you're playing a more meta hero, 
let's say like a hook tusk or like a malagos the chance that you can get a pair of wrath weavers is really high and i think once you have a pair of wrath weavers you get plus four plus four for playing a demon when you look at that tempo on tier one that's crazy right we're, we're talking two-thirds of a jug on tier one on units that you're keeping and the unit that you're playing is also useful because you're most of the time playing an icky imp like the, it's it's incredible just how much tempo you're getting and and for my playstyle right now the weaver is so good because even though you're taking damage by playing the demons you're winning your fight so in the big picture you are saving health and something i like doing a lot is if i feel like i don't have what i need from tier one yet i'll stay on tier one one extra round and that means that instead of being weak and taking damage you have these seven and nines or you have these nine elevens or whatnot and they um they do a really good job at winning the fight while you look for your four drops then you have your weaker minions that are supporting your revenge so let's say you have two wrath weavers and then a light spawn <clears throat> you still have four slots on your board <clears throat> excuse me so those four slots could be two ikiams two acolytes that would be best case scenario but it can also just be like micromummy or scallywag or anything that's avenge friendly and then instead of being on 20 health and you're like oh man i'm almost have to get out of the milk already and get like some big elementals in or so you're um you're on 30 and you're strong and you might even argus those weavers and then you well you have you have choices actually once once you have avenge minions you can kind of see okay am i going to keep this weaver the whole game if you're going to keep the weaver the whole game i wouldn't argus because it just means that you're going to just make the weaver very vulnerable to a, a poison amalgadon or a spore or a maxna and and that's just not very good so it, it's just this unit that allows you to either use it for tempo and then ditch it, or you get a Doomsayer and you just say, okay, I'm just going to play Demons. And then later on, I'm just going to add my own poison. I'm going to get my Reborn Maxnas in, and I just have like this big Wrath Weaver and maybe a big Fernal in the back. And then the rest is just poison and self And that's also very good. So it's just a unit that I wanted to talk about because I feel like the it's, it's a really, really good unit that I pick up all the time. But even just talking about it in the round table, it was very... People are very standoffish on Weaver. It's just like, eh, I don't know, it's a little risky. And what if you never see the second one, et cetera? Yeah, I would agree. Like, especially in the round table, right? There was a lot of discussion about this menu in particular, just because it doesn't do avenge stuff, right? Like that's really like everyone's so tuned into that. Avenge is the way, you know, that yeah. and this doesn't really do it right. But I do think there there's a lot of pluses with this just picking up one. If you can and and especially if you have two if you have two it's kind of a no-brainer so even when we're talking about it like it, once we start talking about two of them they're like yeah two of them is obvious but like even just one having that little bit of of a safety net a little bit of a, a buffer to do a little bit more risk in the early game is quite nice and and you know you can't get two without one you know i'm just gonna say that right <laughs> yeah, now so it, it doesn't Especially when, like, it's, like, first turn or second turn, and you see one, and or you see, like, something with a token, right? It's not like you have, like, that many options turn one. Like, uh, you know, Wrathweaver is generally fine. It ties with a lot of stuff. It's, like, it's a chroma wing, you know, same stat line, uh, turn one and stuff. And it just has upside. So I, I, I do think um, that maybe it's not undervalued with, like, high players, but, like, it's not, it's under-respected, I guess, would be. I would say so yeah definitely um an interesting minion it's one of the uh 
more interesting designs i think in all of battlegrounds just like kind of reminds me of humunculus but humunculus horrible you know take it too yeah. like ah oh, oh, come on you can't do this to us oh, when you combine it and if you're taking like four damage it's like what is this you know like a little bit a little bit uh a little bit crazy but i think wrath weaver a little bit ha has like has a sweet spot of like early power to like early damage and making your trance you're transferring the damage right back into power so that you don't take more damage. So I, I do like the hero. I think you bring up a great point as well with the homunculus and that part of why Wrathweaver feels so good now is that one of the cards you really, really want to buy regardless is Ikiamp. And Ikiamp is a demon. So it, it's just free synergy on top of that. It's like, because even if you just get one Weaver and one Ikiamp, that is really That's good. That's quite good, yeah. yeah. That is a 3-5 and a really good Avenge minion for buying two minions on tier one. That is really good. And then you just have upside after that. You might get the second Weaver and a Demon. You might get the second Ikeem. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and there's no need to chase the Golden Weaver if you don't get the second one early. It's totally fine to never buy the second one and just have this, like, large... 9, 11 or something, yeah. This yeah, it's just like, game. there's nothing wrong with that. And then you just play that card as long as you would normally play it. And when it's the weakest card on your board, you can rotate it out. And like, yeah, maybe you want to get rid of it slightly earlier if you're strong and you're going to, you know, play some, let's say you're going to play a Malgadon and you're like, ah, I don't want to take this damage and I want extra tribes. And yeah, you can get rid of it then. But I think on most boards, it's it's perfectly fine to keep Weaver for quite a while until it's your weaker minion. Too scared of taking that guaranteed like three, four damage. Like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm starting the <laughs> game at 37 if I buy this. Oh, no. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I guess it's just this mental block, right? Where like, ah, oh, you know, like, I don't want to play demons or something, right? It's like you don't have to play demons if you've got a Wrath Weaver on your board. Should be, it should just be means, wanting to play demons. It's pretty good. It, it just means that you have the freedom to play demons if they are presented to you, because then I think it's good, right? If you can play Doomsayer demons, that is just a good place in the meta. Um, but it also just gives you the freedom of like, hey, I am, I just have this big dude on the board and I'm not taking damage, or at least not taking damage from the fights. I can play whatever I want, you know, like I can milk that light spawn for an extra turn or two, because instead of taking nine damage at the end of extra fight, there's this big ass Wrath Weaver that's protecting me. Like, especially if the triple Wrath Weaver is the one that pulls the light spawn. That's so yes. good, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you pull like, uh, you pull like a matron, the, the ring, ring matron, the demon yeah. on tier four, you know, you get this great avenge fodder and you get plus four, plus four on your golden wrath weaver, which you, in that scenario with the light spawn, you would Argus it. So then it protects his light spawn for ages. And yeah, just overall in this, uh, you know, maybe when the meta shifts and we don't look as icky imp as this must buy slam dunk card, yes, maybe wrath weaver will lose some some potential but right now it's just a lovely one drop i don't think wrath weaver's ever been like bad though like where i i i am i was definitely guilty of underrating this minion and it was really when um i think it was purple in particular i was just watching just how much he was going crazy for like you know like purple was the first person i saw play like a silas and stay on tier one and like actively use the tickets to try and get wrath weavers is like wow mind blown this is something i i would have never done like this was tier one way before tier one was you know very common which is normal because tier one became very popular now that you know four drop avenge minions are so good uh, but it was really cool to, to see that and i think since then i started experimenting a bit more this is you know months back but it's um i definitely underrated this minion for a while 
Because oh. once once I made that mental click of like, oh, big stats on my board equals I can play what I want. That's like, okay, of course Weaver's great. Yeah. <laughs> you make it sound so simple. It's like, yeah, it's like, it turns out if you have a strong board, you can actually like buy other cards and then do stuff with them instead of, you know, dying and having to play whatever Bob gives you. All right. Um, moving on, I believe we have, uh, yes, yes. We want to talk about the meta, you know, things have changed, right? There was a whole patch, you know, things have been shaken up. They've really changed a lot. <laughs> Really big changes here, you know. And we, I we just covered, we, we covered this one, right? Or no? Or no? Well, we we talked about the patch notes, right? Okay, but okay. now I want to talk about like how does the meta feel after the patch notes? Oh, like oh, how's it in change? The field, the in the yeah, field yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming to you live, shitty. We're in the in the battles. What what do you think about the patch now that you know, things have changed? Life swans are two five. How 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 much difference does it make? but nothing what do you mean nothing what i'll say if you take perfect lethal on a scabs you're like damn that two armor man i could have (laughs) that might matter you think that's Uh, the most impactful change they they no so you know like and and to be fair right once again i i it's so easy to sit here and (laughs) let's do it nice nerf right there is a bigger content patch coming and they did put out like hey you know we know this is probably not what you guys wanted but we didn't feel comfortable making a more fundamental change to the card um before the big content drop right so i would assume let's say the big content drops and we're like nice new cards or, or new mechanic or whatever let's go back to light spawn and if that's the case like they're probably gonna nuke it out of orbit <laughs> i would hope so because it'd be like all right now stop, stop play with the new cards play with the new cards stop playing with the you know if there are new cards or you know just just anything when they say like give big content something about the game is about to change right so either be in big nerfs or new cards or i don't know what new event the, uh, hey dark moon prizes version yeah, version yeah, two yeah, yeah. yeah i thought you were gonna say new avengement i was like yeah let's, uh, <laughs> i mean avenge isn't necessarily a bad mechanic it's just Right now, the Avenge cards are so strong, it does make it feel that way. Uh, e- either way, um, to, to comment on your, uh, to, to continue there, like they, they did make that statement of, okay, we don't really feel comfortable changing the cards. So they know that this is probably not sufficient. And when we look at, you know, like let's say take a look at higher MMR lobbies, there is a, I would say, 0% drop off of people playing uh, Elementals. Right. Yeah. It, it has not changed. You triple into a light spawn because one of the more th- common things is you have acolytes on your board so your light spawn is protected anyway it's not really trading with very many things anyway you don't want it to trade you don't want it to attack other things it's not in the front so you know sometimes you're going to take three extra phase damage because it didn't fin- finish off a three drop or something so that will happen so the card is weaker but in the grand scheme of things it is so incredibly insignificant when we see just how quickly light spawn just makes 2020 elementals in the shop and you just don't care for the most part so even if it is slightly 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 weaker where sometimes you take a bit of extra damage the payoff is so huge that you just couldn't care less um so yeah that's that's still extremely see light spawn pick light spawn that's still the reaction for sure i gotta i gotta be slightly honest like i was 
the reason for this topic is, is like, I want to do a Jeff because I haven't done a Jeff in one of the years. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what Jeff? And, you know, this is the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, I can make an explosion. You know, and then nah, I need a, I need a topic for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're going into, you know, uh, theory crafting or like, you know, topic building here, you know, one on one. I just I see the picture and then I make the topic. <laughs> But not really. I mean, I, I did want to talk about the meta after uh, the patch. Just kind of, just just like a recognition of like, yeah, they did the patch, but it wasn't really a patch. Like it, it it's it's kind of felt like the same meta since the like the previous patch. Yeah, uh, I don't think the patch was really aimed at that. I was thinking it was more like just maintenance, where like, all right, switch some armor around this and that. Well, uh, I mean, the patch affected uh, constructed. I think this is more of a, like a constructed patch where it's just like, here's constructed changes and like uh, the battlegrounds players will complain if we do nothing. So <laughs> let's just put some lines here. Da, 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 you know. We're working on a new content. And, you know, they, they hopefully are. So yeah, I, I just thought it, it's kind of interesting to see. Um, you can change some stuff, but you can't, you can, you can like, miss the meta you know you can change the numbers around right we always talk about how you know it's so impactful for them to change a one to a two or a zero yeah. to a one right but you know like it has to be the right numbers or the right, the right target numbers. yeah In yeah changing like, a four to nothing exactly yeah so uh, that's, that's not where the card gets his power yeah. right? like, yeah. couldn't care less if my lights bonus less attack yeah, so it's pretty interesting for sure to and see the, we we brought this up, right? And I genuinely believe if they would lower the HP to four, you might even like it more. Because like, how often do you have your light spawn in the back and there's a Meccano tank sniping your five HP light spawn? Uh, just I, like, no! I, 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 I literally have like, I usually have like two fives or something, or I like I have like a six or something. And, you know, just to give me a buffer. So that, that's yeah, kind of yeah, true. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta think about it a little bit more because I just like yesterday I was just, I just had this brutal game of light spawn back to back Meccano tank after getting one or zero procs. I was just like, oh, okay, my game's over. <laughs> so uh, I'll have to think about it a bit more. But like, oh, I need a Frank, you know, like if if uh, if Mexer and I need some Frank fodder, some light. That's bar, what Wrathweaver is really good for. I just kind of yes, yeah, like, yeah. But but even even then, like that gets shot one time, and then the rest of your board is just crap because it's a bench. Well, right? have, it's have it, make it a nine eleven shady. Come on. Yeah, just, just give it eleven L. Yeah. <laughs> with Wrathweaver, fair, right? But like, let's say demons are out, then yeah, it's. Good luck. It's such a, and I've done it myself. And you just look at the board and you're like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, I've, I've ruined your game. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, I've killed you, right? You did. Like, just, yeah. when, when you're going all in on making a light spawn buff, missing a round is somewhat it's, like skipping a turn. Yeah. It's just yeah. like you've skipped your round. And that's, you know, I remember, uh, I remember getting a light spawn and then I'm fighting dead guy. And I'm just like, no! Oh my god! Yeah, you're just it's like, no, good. my my whole game plan. Why do I fighting you? It's just like so sad. You're just like, I've lost yeah. the game. BG yeah. is so tempo heavy that you just, you know, let's say that's TFT. You're like, okay, that sucks. But there's a lot of rounds. Yeah, it's fine. I've got yeah. a lot of HP, and you know, I'll I'll be fine. But 
Yeah, like let's say we compare it to like the mercenary setup and you have like one bad mercenary round. Like let's say you win your first one. You're like, okay, whatever, you know, I'll just start losing now and I'll build up the streak. But in, in Hearthstone, it's just like, no, that's a turn and that's incredibly important. You cannot miss a turn in, in BGs. Like you are dead if you miss your turn. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, a small patch, basically. Small yeah, patch small and patch, it's just yeah. maintenance numbers. It is good though that they are adjusting those those armor values. I think that they just got to keep on that, and um, like the galley going down is great, and uh, scabs going down, and I don't I know mean, whatever. But besides the ones we talked about last week, I think that was like brand and uh, galley. Brand shutter. Shutter, yeah. Is there any like brand. one that strikes strikes out to you either direction up or down? Mm, there's probably going to be like one or two like, yeah but it, it doesn't jump out at you right like so oh, ba- right, right, basically right. what you what we're saying is like the armor values are in a okay spot right now is like you're, you're saying I, I hope they continue adjusting the armor but i'm asking like what are you adjusting <laughs> like is that um, is that a priority right now <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it really depends once again like what kind of a skill level we're taking into the equation because we could look at something like a mutinous, which has zero armor, which in a top level environment, I don't think that's very accurate. Yeah, uh, sure. I don't think, yeah. Sure. So there are there are certain uh, heroes where you're like, eh, this doesn't really. Yeah, matter. yeah, I, I would agree. Mutinous is like the one where I saw it was zero, and I was like, that's weird to me. Like just like off the bat, like but yeah. yeah. It's like it's, I still I still like playing mutants with demons in for I, the things that I gotta be I've never liked playing mutants so it's it's always uh, like weird to me you know like hi they so, like I I will say cause almost every mutants game I play ends up with a giant ass trickster and a baron and then like a macaw and yeah, like that 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 must be it I don't do that like yeah it's it's very so when when demons also the thing that is really fun is if you are on five. You just buy a battle master. Yeah, yeah that like, that oh, that I like. That that's <laughs> you have a brand. Oh my god, like, that that I like. Ooh, that that is my yeah. jam for sure. But like generally, I'm just like, eh, I don't know what I'm doing with this here. Like, I'm just yeah. lovely. Essentially, essentially, I just look for like I've had like one mutants game where I didn't get the trickster. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And it's like, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, something like um, like Agam, for instance, is also really good because. Whenever you're playing Agam, you just have this like, oh, I gotta sell this thing for that, but I don't want to. And with Mutas is like, Mump. I was eat it, right? Board space, here we go. So, it sounds like so. a light fang, you know. Just go light fang, you know, mutinous light fang. Yeah, like uh, like light fang, I'd say would be better on mutinous, but it's just capped on the plus two around. So yeah. I think now with gem splitter in the picture, like that that's a bit off topic, but I, I have been playing a way more Agam. I think in mech lobbies, Agam is great where and Necrolite. Yeah, yeah, Necrolite is amazing. But I'll, like, I'll have these. So I, I guess the ideal start is you get the Brute, right? And you get either Banner Bore or you get the 4 or 3 that provides a gem. So you get this like 20 20 Brute and then you transfer that off to a Deflecto. So you have a big Deflecto. And your mid game is just like, okay, I just have this big Deflecto with like a reset and a Gem Spitter. And then either I triple into an Agam or I go to 5 and I try to find it. And then you just have two mechs and that's totally fine. You just sometimes I have three mechs where I just have like, a deflecto, a fish, and a reset taunted. And then you end up playing three tribes, maybe four, and that's super fine because you're still adding a lot of permanent stats. And because you have three mechs or so, you're, you have a steady generation of gems, and that is also important. I think when a lot of people play Agam, they're just like, 
move heaven and earth to be keep this shitty murloc or shitty demon and be like, yeah, extra tribe. Otherwise, I'm losing value. But if you are buffing divine shields, that is inherently already more value because, I mean, you get more value out of your combats because you have divine shields and they work well with gem splitter. So that's, that's something I've, yeah, that's something I've been really enjoying. And like something like that with a mutinous would also be good because then you can like play a Pumba for a while. And then when it's time for the Pumba to go, you just eat him, it goes onto the fish, and you're like, oh, that's so good. So it's yeah, it's just any kind of any kind of comp where you're you're buffing all the time and you usually have a hard time making board space. Like you're very happy to play mutinous. All all of my buffs go into the agum and I just have like a 80 80 60 agum and I'm just like all right, it just keeps going on there. Well, uh, I mean eventually you just eat the agum then. Eat right? the agum, oh my agum. My poor well, agum. What, I'm what, trying to triple do? it. And what, you always eat it. <laughs> what you do is you have the pear in your hand right, and you just eat the big one and play the fresh one. <laughs> Rough. Savages eating a pear. My God, what's yeah, he doing? Yeah. yeah, my triple. My triple. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, but yeah, just not a big patch. The meta really hasn't changed much, if if at all. Um, armor stuffs. the armor changes were cool, but I don't think they're um, like drastic changes are necessary like besides maybe shutter walk like shutter walk's the only one that i'm just like yeah 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 but other, other than that like armor is okay you know I, like it's maybe like moving a couple of spots at most so yeah it's, it's not too bad but yeah last uh last topic we have today is uh it's an optimizing making your light spawn feel like you know light spawn that's what that's that's what came into my head you know <laughs> But yeah, I, I I feel like the job here do nothing. Like your lights one's already done. Like you're, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> but we could do better. We could do better. There. Um. So lights one is very important in the meta, right? And there are some key like tips, I guess you should keep in mind when you are playing this minion, or at least focusing on it in the minion that you know Shady will comfortably provide for us. Since I don't feel like talking, you know. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I I wanted to talk about this because it it's such. I think it's one of those almost taboo topics. Where you're like, don't give oh, them tips on this. Like I hear you. I I hear the complaints yeah, exactly. already. Like, <laughs> like, oh man, light fun is already so brain dead. Like, of course you don't have to do, like that. That is one of probably my you know, favorite slash least favorites moments in chat where you pull an event menu and people are like, believe I got you. I hear you, dude. Every <laughs> time, right? You're sitting there like, yeah, guys, of course. Like, I hit a light spawn on nine gold. And then, yeah. <laughs> I should just ask them to leave, to be honest. It's very rude. Like, no, no one else but, has done this before. <laughs> yeah, this is always first place. And yeah, the the thing is like the, the 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 I would say the the first thing with light spawn and and everyone has a, probably a different way of playing this. And honestly, if it works for you, keep doing it. But if you have these games where you pull a light spawn early, you're like, ah, I came in fifth. What the hell? A lot of the time, it's don't level a five. Uh, I knew it. I knew you were gonna you tell me this. To. Yeah. And level the six, guys. Old. I'm gonna be the the. Uh... Yeah, I, yeah. What's yeah, the no, opposite I mean, of the voice of reason? What's the? Because <laughs> I agree with you. Chaos, right? You yeah, the voice chaos. of chaos. Love with a six. Just play. I do it. I do it every time. It's so safe. 
You're gonna we, roll a bunch of humbles and fell bats, and it's yeah. gonna be beautiful. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I was like, we were watching a, a some a streamer play yes. a game, we're right? The exact, yeah, yeah. We were watching a tournament. We're watching. A tournament oh, oh, it's and, tournament. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You go. You 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 tell the. Yeah, we were, we were just like, we were just having fun just watching the tournament together. And and it was like, he tripled and he got, um, he got the light spawn, right? And then yeah. you were like, ha, ah, okay. So if he wants to be safe here, he just stays on four, just plays a, a comfortable tier four game. And I was like, no, no, he could go to six. Like, it's fine. Like, just go to, like, he could go to six. It's fine. And then you, you were like, you're bringing up a point there. He was like, there's a chance. He was like at 30 or something. Right, like yeah. very, very healthy. I was like, he was, he was like, there's a chance he loses his battle, and then he's like one turn away from death. And then I, I thought about, I was like, that's possible, but what's the chance of that? Like, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> he just, you just go to six, right? And he, he's at a level. Uh, the next turn, right? He took like sixteen, right? And then he had like fifteen left, right? Yeah, he was like perfect lethal from death. Or, or no, he took like um. Yeah, so it was like took fifteen, say, and then he was like he's like twenty nine, and he takes fourteen. And yeah, like yeah, 15. something like that. He was he was like perfect lethal from death, and I was like, ooh, if he levels, you know, now like he he could definitely die, <laughs> you know. And I was just like, you you bring up a really good point, Shay, where if he just stayed on for it, there's no chance of that happening, right? But he decided to be greedy, right? He had like full milk, but it wasn't a good situation for for him, especially he had to look at who his opponent was. I think that's something he didn't really understand, like look and see like, oh yeah, the chance of taking 15 is very high here, you know, yeah. but he just decided to level and then bam, like two turns later he died and it's just like, it, it was like a guaranteed yeah. like top two or, or or something if he just stayed on for it. Yeah, I mean, obviously you, you can get bad shops even if you don't level. Right, right. Quit, right. But yeah, in, in most games, if you're gonna so so I, I would go one further and say that i believe that even if you have an opponent where you can guarantee get away with leveling it might not be correct yeah, yeah. I, w I would say like leveling a six is the chaos like it's not i wouldn't recommend like you have to know yeah. what you're doing that's like that's it's the thing absolutely if you a pilot thing right yeah. if the pilot feels comfortable and sees the window and especially if murlocs are in you might just be like all right well we'll do some malgadon stuff and you know because because then you turn your light spawn board which most of the time is going to take first place if you have you know like the golden wind fury and you milk properly etc um if you can turn that into an amalgadon board then you're really safe right because then you've got like poison divine shield and the amalgadon is huge because it came from the shop and, yeah et cetera, et cetera. If, if you're leveling uh, to six like just like you're you're giving the safe line. I'm gonna give like if you're gonna go chaos style, you, you're using the light spawn for tempo, and that's very different than using the light spawn to win, right? That means yeah. like you you hit the light spawn, you get the pump, and then you like that turn use that pump to get stronger so that you can level, right? You're not using the light spawn to be okay. This will be my engine for the late game. You're like you like you, like for example, you hit, immediately hit like uh, the divine shield elemental or something yeah. right and you buy you that you, you yeah you level that you buy that right then you're like you're you're you don't feel that weak and you like okay can take that right but the the real key is if you can get two if you can somehow like get two elementals in there where you're feeling good like a like double divine or like divine and like the um overkill the and, overkill or, or or the buff one is also really good if you're leveling yeah, right yeah yeah smogger is also like you go to five you yeah. add a nine, nine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that that then 
those are the turns those that that's when you're like it, it makes sense to go go straight to six because you you feel strong but if you're just like still pumping still milking you're just like leveling i'm like i'm not gonna take damage i'm just gonna level like who's gonna deal 15 to me you just have a two five dude like <laughs> you're gonna well, take the nuts yeah so yeah i can say that the the psychology behind leveling and then this 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 got to me at the start when I was exploring how to play with Lightspawn is you have this board that is let's say you know let, let's let's start with the beginning let's say that you have tripled into your Lightspawn and okay. you have let's assume you have your acolytes and you have your Achaeums and you're thinking that I don't want to sell, sell these any of these now. yeah yeah I I, I so seriously why am I rolling on four if I want to keep all these triggers and I think that is usually the thing that says oh well I will just invest Level. my money yeah. into leveling then and then next turn i will start buying elementals when they are bigger already and i think that that is the flaw that gets you it's because you don't necessarily get strong enough by buying elementals but you get strong enough by tripling elementals that is a real power with light spawn because you don't just get one big dude you get three big dudes in one like if you get either golden light spawn or you get golden overkill golden early even golden <laughs> elemental yeah let's go yeah, re-roll golden re-roll elemental it's so good oh, and and it's, it's elemental but okay oh yeah i mean just anything like <laughs> elemental even smogger even the, yeah. the, the, the little one four if you triple yeah. that like, yeah. i triple that all the time because it's a one drop and it's like nobody has it on their board <laughs> so you have no competition and it's a one drop so there's tons of them and then suddenly you have this like 40 40 minion on your board early in the game that is nowhere like, okay, yeah nobody touches me now right so now you can continue and then you can maybe level to five and look for a nomi or something but it's really that that initial triple that you really want on the board to be safe because you are not safe until you've tripled or let's say you know you have a double light spawn and you're milking super hard and you have like these already 25 25 divine shield elementals sure you're also safe but in most cases you got a triple and if you level early that's just an entire turn you didn't have to roll. So something I do very often is, let's say you have that good milk setup, I will just buy a reroll elemental, put it in my hand, I'll buy a overkill elemental and either sell one thing for it or still leave it in my hand if I have a really good milk setup and my health is high. Because I do believe that you have to push the event triggers. If you sell your milk stuff too early, you are going to fall behind. Yeah. Uh, but if you have zero elementals in your hand ready to transition and then you expect to roll into, you know, five elementals to replace your board, then, you know, that's not going to happen. So th this is this is really the thing. Is, and especially if you do triple, it can be a very gradual transition where you say, I have this 40-40 to be strong. I can keep two acolytes. And those are the really cool games. Or let's say you've tripled your light spawn and you have this random triple anomaly. And you're strong enough to keep two acolytes. That's where you get the the silly stats. Right? That's, that's you... when people start complaining. Right? Yeah, that's when they're, they're fighting silly. you. You're full milk, and you beat them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, that's uh, what happens if you have an early Yeah, trip yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and and that's really I think that's where a lot of people lose a lot of their potential MMR when they do hit an early light spawn is they level early or they don't go for the triple. And like, usually what I will just do is I will roll for the good elementals. But sometimes, as I mentioned, I will just have a triple on a Sally because pairs are really important. So I will value a pair over almost anything. So sometimes you just roll two Sally's or whatever. 
And then you just have this like 40, 40 sell elemental and that's fine. <laughs> right? You don't have to sell. You can sell it later uh, once it's relatively small and you want either reroll triggers or Nomi triggers. Um, but th this all happens on tier four. Like if you expect to go to five and then still have all the money and all the time in the world to get this going, you're most likely not going to be able to do that. So right. I'd say those are the two things that you watch out for. It's don't level early and start collecting pairs so you can find the triple. And you know if the pair is a utility card, like obviously Lightspawn is the best pair you can get at that stage. But um, the the wraith that rerolls for free if you can get that golden that's just a triple machine because every elemental is an extra four rolls it's it's absolutely crazy um, the divine shield elemental is obviously phenomenal triple the overkill elemental is a phenomenal triple but yeah smogger it's totally fine like you play two smoggers you get the plus four plus four triple smogger dude another plus eight it's plus so eight nuts, then, yeah so pretty much any elemental you can triple is going to stabilize you, assuming that all of the components were buffed by light spawn. Sometimes you'll, you know, uh, triple into like a, or what's it called? The four, four that gives you an elemental in your hand, but then that one isn't buffed. And then the triple isn't as massive. So another thing That's, I want to um, mention, yeah, yeah go uh, ahead, go ahead. which I, you know, since you is just keeping a gem or two, like sometimes you are forced to take the three, one, or, or you have like a one two. The one two is, is not really something you're forced to, but the three one sometimes you just like force to take that. And then like you see another one, you're like, okay, I'll go for that. And you end up, that would be the triple to get a four, right? Keeping the gems, uh, making this start as a three six instead of a, a two five, right? Like it, it saves a lot of problems because a three six doesn't get sniped or, or stuff. It doesn't get uh, tanked. It doesn't get murdered right it's very likely to hit something and still still be alive and then you, you, you like you cleaned up with the rest of your stuff so like if you can put yourself in the like i wouldn't force this like this is something you don't want to like oh yeah colin said buy the three one <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> let me yeah. skip that let me buy that instead of aki i'm like i'm not similar to mukla right there's a mukla in your lobby and you're playing tier one all, all of the time like most of the time i'm just holding those bananas yeah and then yeah because it's it's not only it makes it safer, it's probably going to save you a lot of HP. Or so because let's let's just talk about let's say Doomsayer for a moment. A two six, those stats are kind of ass when it comes to like combat. But you make a four eight, wow, that's good for combat early. That's you know that value trades that kills two things. So that's that's a big deal. So yeah, it's 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 a like sometimes you just you have to sell bacon right to make the money work, or you have to buy a geomancer pair i think a geomancer pair isn't even the worst pair ever yeah yeah like, i don't like, i don't think it's bad yeah. i'm just saying like like know, i think uh, this happens on five gold when it's like two geomancers in the shop and a dragon and yeah like, okay yeah, well, something I'll like just that buy two yeah, geomancers yeah. and then you know you get the that's, third that's one, what i'm talking about like, exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's how they sneak in there yeah. right? like, this, this <laughs> like, that's good if you yeah. get plus four plus four on your light spawn you're talking yeah. nine hp yeah to start with yeah, but some people, you know, they'll get that gem and then they'll slam it, right? And I, I always Excellent. feel like three, three, go. Yeah, on. yeah, and I always feel like, yeah, you know, like, like yeah, I would yeah. like maybe the first gem, you know, if you know you're getting that triple, like, yeah, it might change things, but like after that first gem, like you really don't need to put it on things and putting it on something key, something that you're you're gonna keep or 
matters if it stays alive is like so much more important. So I wanted to mention yeah. that since you know you didn't toss that That's in. A great, and, point. Yeah. great point. Yeah, and and it literally solves the topic. You know, you want to make your two five a four five. You just put two gems in it, and now it's a four seven. You know, it's the same basically. You know, that easy. <laughs> solving the solving the topic it's one strategy. Yeah. yeah. So. That, that is something I do think that's pretty interesting. Uh, just because, you know, Light Swan's so important. Like, I, like Nest Matron, right? Like, we we don't talk about Nest Matron enough, right? But it does something very similar. Some people prefer Nest Matron over Light Swan. I just think Light Swan's, like, easier and less uh, prone to failure, I guess. So I, I, I think that the, the Nest Matron has this tag, don't try this at home, kids, when you see a streamer. <laughs> You know, like I, I have this sometimes. We have these games where you just have like seven cards in your hand on tier six. Yeah, and, and you have to transition in one turn or something. Yeah, but I just see, I just read comments in the chat as like, if this is my hand, I have anxiety right now. I'm just like, I don't want to play this game anymore. This is too many options. There's not enough time. I'm gonna die with a handful of cards, and I'm gonna feel miserable. You're gonna and feel horrible. That, yeah, yeah, that's, that's something true. that we don't admit enough for. That definitely happens. So uh, that. Like something I've started doing when I have these crazy, crazy nest matron turns where I, I think just yesterday I had this uh, game where, or was it maybe earlier this week? It doesn't matter. I had this game where I had two primal fins with a nest matron and like the third one popped in the shop on tier six. And it's just like, it's so much potential where you play the first one, you play the second one, you buy the triple, you play it, you pull the amalgadons, you get the the triple from the primal fin on top of that and something i just started doing was just like okay put murlocs on your board make them large preferably have a seven or two so you get poison and then fit in amalgadons because i've been struggling so much with like those turns i've died so often where i tried to keep the tribes and you know like if you get amalgadons early in that turn fine it's great you have tribes on your board from the early game and you can play the Amalgadons now. It's when you play that Primal Finian. Amalgadons don't show up immediately. That's when you kill yourself. It's like, you know, I get to keep these tribes and get the Amalgadon. It was like, like, when that happens, I just go into, okay, I didn't get the Dongs. It's fine. Make huge Murlocs, and then I'll figure out a way to put Amalgadons in there later. And, and that worked for me. But like these huge, huge high-pressure turns with Nest Matron, something I just learned is uh, most of the time when we're doing a transition, it's going to be Murloc-related just because, you know, that's where all the, the APM is with the Primal Or Dragons. Sure, yeah. or a mix where you have dragons and amalgadon. And yeah, yeah, it's like double Kelly amalgam, right? Like, yeah. then you're like, but then okay. you know, like I guess it's easier. It's easier, huh? It's more it's, okay, that's, that's fair. That's you fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you can probably manage finishing your hand. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I have Kelly's on my board. Yeah. Just buying some battle cards. <laughs> it's, it's really those Murloc transitions that take a lot of like friends. So that that's just that's just the tip for anyone that's been trying them. Is just keep it simple. If you have a bunch of murlocs to discover just you know like have a brand have maybe one large minion that you have from the early game and then the rest is just a bunch of murlocs and then just ram all those buffs on the board get those um the gurgles out get those seers out get those felfins out and then stabilize that turn and then next turn you get the <gasps> take a breath and be like all right let's see what my board looks like i now have you know maybe the nest matron stayed on the board maybe she was sold um and then you have your tier six gaming turn where you can you know maybe you still had a card or two left in your hand you have a chef left or whatnot and then you can actually start playing the game but i for me at least it happened a lot where i had that turn where it was life or death and it ended up being death where i had this huge turn with nest matron and i couldn't quite yeah get I, all the buffs that i, I had yeah. 
I have very similar experiences where I, it, it's usually double nest matron where I'm just like, yeah, uh, I, like I have too much options. Yeah. And then I'm like trying and then it's like, okay, I know I have like two turns max, right? Let's go. Let's try to, you know, turn things around. And then I'm just, I'm rolling, right? I, I have like 30, 20, 20 something. Gold, the maybe. The yeah. Yeah. The I'm like rolling for random. I'll get down and I'm like not hitting it. Then, then like, like halfway, I'm like, okay, I need to fight something else to do. And then it does there. Kelly is, you know, it's just like, ah, you know, I did like the time's ticking, you know, you have like, you know, and there's, there's, then you see like, like I hate it. Right. There's like, there's like 20 seconds left and then you see everything. And then you're like, no, you're like in, inside. You're like, well, they gave yeah. it to me. So yeah, like, I'm, I'm dead, <laughs> you know, you're just like, okay, okay. Yeah. I have to try. And it's just like, that, oh, that's no. more just like a broader tier six gaming thing. I think when you're, you're rolling and you don't see specifically those cards where uh, I just, that, that's, that's how I probably play more buster now, where if I see a buster, like, let's say it's just, let's say I don't have the brand and I don't have like a crap ton of Murloc buffs or whatnot. And we're just going power leveling to six. That's see, where I'll do like Buster stuff. The yeah. issue for me is that I have twenty gold, so I'm just like, no, I'm not settling for a Buster, you know. And then like, then I have ten gold, and I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, sure. maybe you, know, just... you buy one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's just good. So like, we we could expand this topic. I want to like stretch out too much, right? Stretch out the podcast too much. But yeah, we do it um, every time. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean we're passionate about the game and like you touched on something that I'm especially passionate about, tier six gaming. Yeah, you're like I, I love I love going to six When did this later. happen, dude? That was my thing. <laughs> now nah, you're taking you it from me. <laughs> I started playing a lot. I was like, hey this tier six thing's pretty good. <laughs> uh the um I, I like the, the the main thing I'd say is you need to just identify a couple of cards that are just going to be almost auto picks. And I think Maxna is one of them right now, because obviously you find one right. reborn. Like yeah, that's yeah. just a unit. Like that's yeah. taken care of. That's you have six slots remaining. Well, one slot, don't worry about it. That's that's about as good as it gets. So Maxna you buy. Um, depending on the board, you could buy Goldrim, but probably not, right? Like so it'll be Maxna, it'll be Amalgadon, it'll be Bran, it'll be Primal Fin, Chef, Rag. Caligos, right? Those are all those cards. And then recently for me also Omega Buster because I've had And Eliza? And Eliza? Uh yeah, Eliza's in there. Like there's probably gonna be a few cards okay. that I haven't mentioned. Okay, right? okay. These are off the top of my head. Eliza as well, right? And and even something like a Tony, depending on what you already have. Let's say you have an acolyte left over, you've just bought an Eliza. Sure, I'll buy a Tony. Or you've bought a yeah, Hogger. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, sure, I'll buy a Tony. Like that once you buy the Eliza, it opens up other things to buy. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Maybe a Scallywag. That's totally fine. If you have to buy a Scallywag on tier six, the turn you arrive there and you already have a Scallywag, uh, you already have an Eliza. Oh. That's fine because you're adding plus four, plus two to your entire board. And you're opening up the scam rules. That's okay. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, like your your ideal scenario is you open the double Cali, you open the brand primal fin. Like that's that's the no brainer, right? Those are the easy Come tier on. six games. Like, oh, I'm already rolling, right? I'm already rolling. It's good, right? Uh, but the thing is, like, you can get the two busters if you don't buy the first thing. You can get the two Callies if you don't buy the first thing. You can get and, the two yeah. rags if you et cetera, et cetera. A Cali so, is something that uh, I'm pretty comfortable just buying one and then never playing it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was my argument with the Buster, right? Like, you buy one, and like, if it ends up being an adaptation for an Amalgadon, like, sure, that's fine. And then you just throw it out because sometimes it's fine to just run that Buster for that turn. Or tempo, yeah, one Amalgadon, and uh, let's say like something that's module that's two mechs. That's still what is it like plus eight plus eight to your board, and it bumps, bumps the mind shields, and that's fine. 
Procs Avenge because you're still keeping the nest matrix. Yeah, still have that mate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if we're, if we're, if we're not if we're under damage cap, then yeah, of course, we don't sell the matrix. You know, sometimes you will. I think that if you are feeling the heat of, oh, I need to go, then especially if you have to puzzle with Amalgadon adaptations, it's like, okay, just sell the matrix. And I think if you're really comfortable and you have time, like you can say, okay, no, I'm going to go for minus one tribe. I'm just going to play this amalgadon like this um but i think if you're if you're struggling just like sell the matron because it's now because you already have a brand most of the time and then you're gonna want to have one or two cards you want to keep on top of that or rather that you shouldn't sell right <laughs> like let's say you have that large wrath we were like i probably shouldn't sell my 28 28 wrath we were, you know, yeah, so, i mean i can probably yeah, make it work like who really needs that you know that's 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 yeah <laughs> i'm just thinking you know this damage cap like it doesn't even matter like <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take one damage from this amalgadon if i don't sell this weaver so i don't have to sell yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> anyways that's 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 sort of the that, that that that's the pattern i follow where i mean you do that too right it's just that it, it just helps i think when you when you say okay those cards are gonna buy and then sometimes let's say there's like a reborn snake and a coiler in the same shop like don't hesitate that's fine you have a reborn coiler that's strong and then either that's you know because that's probably something that's going to be able to allow you to keep your nest matron and then you have a reborn coiler and a nest, nest matron yeah, yeah i yeah, love that, that. Might, it might be four or five cards right if you're lucky so that's, uh, that's <laughs> come on dude that's four or five. no no it, like, <laughs> like i see it i like i could definitely see it like I've, yeah I've that picture. you get like a void lord off the coiler it's like oh my god <laughs> So many buffs. But that that's like unfair, right? Like just just the yeah. fact that that can happen is just like that's not okay. Doing. It's not okay. Like what there's something wrong with the the game or like and then two of those cards are six drops, you get like a hamul and a chef, you're like, oh, why is there no cap to avenge? You know, like I don't know. Someone no someone needs to ask. Why is there no cap? No cap. Right. But yeah. All right, that's that's it for my uh, extended light spawn tutorial, where somehow we ended up on tier six gaming, which you know. I what a know. surprise! <laughs> Who would have guessed that it would, it would end yeah. up that way? But yeah, we we ending up on tier six? No, <laughs> I thought you said stay on four. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on here? Uh, All right. Anyways, that is uh, that shall be our podcast for today thank you guys for joining us i hope you guys enjoyed it thank you for participating thank you shady for always being here being our constant co-host being nice always a pleasure Collins. appreciate uh, all the feedback send us improvements comments whatever you like hsbg podcast at gmail.com you can find me educated collins underscore i really it would be nice if i could change that but i've like been too lazy to care you know you can find shady at shady bunny Twitch, Twitter, all that, all that fancy stuff, and uh, I think that's uh, that's about it. Any any closing thoughts here? Nah, just on to another great. What is it? Forty episodes. Right? We're closing in on that. So right. it's been super. Fun. It's been super fun. Another forty episodes. Oh god, how many Calls topics is that? In there, man, it's gonna be a big patches in there. There, there definitely are, but yeah, you know, got um. Keep in mind, we've got two tournaments coming up this this week and next week. So, you know, if you like that, feel free to join us there. Root for your favorites. Root for Shady. You know what? Nah, fuck. Imagine, imagine being a caster and not having a buy. Root for Shady. I want to see the Shady chance 
as we go in there, you know, I I will be disappointed if I don't. Yeah. Other than that, I will do my best. I'll do my best. <laughs> better do better than your best, dude. I'm not uh, only your best, dude. Ah, slacking, mm. slacking, dude. The pressure, man. It's gonna I, get to me. I'll I'll just see. You no, know, I I always say we'll do the best, and that's what matters. Like that's what I always say in my tournament. So I don't know why I'm giving you this harsh judgment. Just <laughs> just do your best. That's the only thing that matters. That's all I that's all I I require from you. If you do that, I'll be happy. I'll be proud. You know. So that shall be it from us today. Hope you see us tomorrow. Winning or casting well. <laughs> Whatever that criteria is. And uh, take care of yourselves. Have a wonderful week. Hope you guys enjoyed your holidays. And we'll see you guys next time.